Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Sam Klumpner. I'm a GI medical oncologist at MGH in Boston, and I'm here to talk about the evidence supporting Claudin 18.2 targeting in the frontline management of gastric and GE junction adenocarcinomas. So as a brief reminder, Claudin 18.2 is a common biomarker in gastric and GE junction patients. Among patients screened for the spotlight and glow phase three trials, you see about 4,500 patients screened and you see the prevalence of Claudin positivity using the cut point was around 38%. So a little over a third of all patients were positive for Claudin 18.2 overexpression. There is prior evidence supporting the targeting of Claudin 18.2 in overexpressing patients. Uh, What's shown here is the previously published uh, FAST trial. So this was a randomized phase two in which uh, an older chemotherapy backbone, EOX, was combined with zolbituximab And you can see the Kaplan-Meier curves suggesting the improvement with the addition of zolbituximab in progression-free survival. And what's shown here are um, two different Claudin strata. So at the higher expression levels, the magnitude of benefit as evidenced by the hazard ratio and and numerical improvement in progression-free survival was the greatest. So this helped define the cut points that may be used for subsequent phase three trials, which I will now get into. So in order to validate that phase two observation, two parallel phase three trials were designed, and the schemas are shown here, aptly named Spotlight and Glow. And you can see that really these are examining exactly the same question, which is, does the addition of zolbituximab on top of standard chemotherapy improve progression-free survival as the primary endpoint and then overall survival as a secondary endpoint? The main differences in these two phase three trials is really the chemotherapy backbone, uh, one using Folfox and the other using KPOX. And these are published, and I would refer you to the full publication for details. But here are the primary endpoints. So you can see that in Spotlight, this is the Folfox-based therapy, that the addition of zolbituximab on top of Folfox in Claudin-positive patients improved the progression-free survival. This is a statistically significant improvement and met the primary endpoints. This was a positive phase three trial. Similarly, in GLOW, provide additional validation. Again, this is a KPOX backbone. And here you see, again, statistically improved progression-free survival with the addition of zolbituximab, so another positive phase three trial. The overall updates here are shown for overall survival. And you can see improvements in the secondary endpoint of overall survival in both trials. So this is really great. We have two parallel phase three trials that hit the primary PFS and secondary overall survival endpoints, adding strong level one evidence in support of Claudin-directed therapies in Claudin-positive patients. If you compare this across trials, and I don't have time to speak to all of this, but this is a reference, you can see that the relative magnitude of benefit is similar um, to the addition of other biologics, such as pd one and HER2, where we see biomarker selection and appropriate patient stratification improves outcomes. And so this is really consistent with the idea of biomarker-directed therapy as the future, 
for gastric and gene junction adenocarcinomas. Anytime there's a new drug, we have to understand the adverse events. And the primary class effect of this drug is uh, nausea and vomiting. You can see the increased rates of nausea and vomiting on top of what's expected with chemotherapy in the zolbituximab-containing arm. These events tend to be relatively early and can be managed with standard antiemetics, IV fluid, and supportive care. Of course, when we have a tumor-restricted target, such as Claudin 18.2, it opens up a lot of opportunities for additional targeting strategies. And here I've just highlighted a few, including cell therapies such as CAR-T, engineered monoclonal antibodies, bispecific antibodies, and antibody drug conjugates such as CMG901, which was recently presented in the ASCO plenary series. So the key takeaways... This is really a prevalent biomarker, so again, obligated to test our patients to identify people who may benefit. It's a validated target with two phase three trials supporting evidence. This improved progression-free and overall survival in Claudin-positive patients. And it's an exciting future for our patients too because there are multiple additional strategies being explored, perhaps for later line or additional frontline strategies. Thank you very much. I hope this was informative. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME, LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.